Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Wealth Podcast. I am Key Ford. I am someone who is very concerned about the mental health and the issues that we have facing the Lord's Church today. There are so many different topics that we can talk about when it comes to mental health. And mental health is something that we see that has been pushed more, it's become more prevalent in these recent years because people are now taking action when it comes to their mental health. We do so much about our physical health. We try to exercise, we try to eat right, we try to get enough sleep and all those things. But what about what goes inside of our minds? What about our mental health? Because there are so many things, again, that we deal with on a daily basis that can pull us away from God and can pull us away from our friends and our families. And those things are detrimental to our souls. When it comes to mental health, I am a big advocate for it. I believe that we should do as much as we can to have ourselves be in a mindset to where we are thankful for things, where we don't worry, where we're, where we're not as anxious, where we, if we're having problems, we're willing to take care of those problems instead of letting those problems sit around and fester. And with all that being said, I hope this podcast will be very beneficial for those who listen to it. Now, I am a level three therapist for a company called OmniVisions. At the moment, I'm doing therapy with children. I'm currently pursuing my LPC, my licensed professional counselor license, so that I can get into my own practice. But I love the work that I do now because I get a chance to meet with a lot of children and I do some adults on the side um, on a just a kind of Christian counseling basis. But the information that we'll be sharing throughout this podcast, I am not a doctor. Please don't diagnose yourself by what I'm saying. But if you have any questions, we'll definitely be willing to speak with you about those things. Um, and if there's any questions or any topics you would like to hear me cover, you can also email us, get in touch with any of us, and we can make sure we get those things taken care of also. And so just a little bit of background about myself. Again, I'm Key Ford. I'm a level three therapist for OmniVisions. I currently preach at the Auburn Hills Church of Christ in Woodbury, Tennessee. I've been there for five years. Um, December, May, December of 2021 made five years. I'm happy to say that I've still been laboring at the same congregation since I left the school of preaching. Um, I'm married. We have seven children, so we have a very big family. And so you can imagine how important it is for us to 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 keep our mental health up to shape, because if we let those things fall, we can find ourselves having problems. There are going to be a few books that I recommend. I'm, I'm very big at looking at, at these books that help us to learn more about ourselves. But the biggest book that I always recommend is the Bible, because no matter if you go and study Sigmund Freud, you go and study um, Eric Erickson or any of these different people when it comes to therapy related topics when we look at the Bible the Bible is very clear the Bible teaches us that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness 2nd Peter chapter 1 and verse 3 and with that being said there is nothing wrong with having the word of God and also seeking help from a therapist or a counselor or whatever you want to call the person there is nothing wrong with seeking help about the things that go on inside your mind one of the things that I wish that we had in the Lord's church, I wish that we had that avenue and that we had that open door to where when a person is struggling with something, the first thing they would do is take it to someone and say that, hey, I do need help. 
I am struggling at the moment and I don't know what to do. We need to be people who take people in when they're having their struggles and to help them overcome their struggles and put them on solid ground and show them that they're not alone. And so it is the hope with this podcast, again, that we are able to do all those things. And again, when it comes to the topics, please don't self-diagnose yourself by the things that I'm saying. But if you are dealing with some of these things, don't don't feel bad for feeling a certain way. And please, if you are experiencing any of these things that we talk about, go and get the appropriate help. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I need help. There are some things you can't handle on your own. Pray about your situation. And then also go and seek that help that you need. So where are we going to start today? Because today I just wanted to do a basic a basic introduction to to answer a few questions or to state to state a few questions and also answer them at the same time. So when it comes to mental health, what is exactly mental health? Mental health is in short terms what goes on inside of your mind. And just like we have a physical health, as I stated, that we eat fruits and vegetables, or we should, and that we should work out to keep the physical man taken care of, you know, what goes on inside of our head must be protected also. It's the way that we do things that sometimes confuses me. We'll say, hey, I'm going to work out and keep my body physically fit, but then I don't do anything about the mental aspect. Well, friends, that's going to be very detrimental to our physical man or that man or woman that is on this earth because if our mental is not right it's going to be hard to keep the physical right if the mental is not right it's going to be hard for us to navigate through this world i i've counseled children who have been through the worst of behaviors i mean not the worst of behaviors they've been through the worst of situations that have produced some behaviors that are very very awkward and very awful i've dealt with children who've been sexually abused I deal with children who've been physically abused, mentally abused, and all these different types of trauma that has happened to many children. If you don't believe in trauma, trauma is very, very real. The things that we have experienced in our lives, the triggers and all these things that happen, they can plague our mental health. And if our mental health is compromised by traumas, and you may not even believe that something is a is a trauma. You may think that it's just something that is supposed to happen, that is supposed to happen naturally. But some reason you can't get over it. And for some reason, it hinders you from being the best Christian that you can be or the best brother or sister or mother or father that you can be because of the things that you've experienced. It's important that we get those things out. And again, I believe in traditional talk therapy. There are some instances where medicine, I will say, is very very much needed and even the case that sometimes a person may need to be hospitalized uh, type of psychiatric care that can help them to get on their feet but when it comes to mental health what goes on in my mind the psalmist writes in psalms 101 and verse 3 i will set no wicked thing before mine eyes i hate the work of them that turn aside it shall not cleave to me the psalmist is encouraging us to Watch the things that we watch, because, again, it's what we see that will plant seeds inside of our heads. And what we see with our eyes, those things will somehow be manifested in our actions if we are not careful. When we think about the biblical heart, the mind, what we put in it is very, very important. 
even when we look at the laws of sowing and reaping, when we read Galatians chapter six, we cannot sow unrighteousness and expect to reap righteousness. And it's just like that when it comes to our mental health, we cannot put in all these negative things and expect that our minds will be positive and expect that our minds will be sharpened and be in shape to deal with the things of this world. Many people have trials and tribulations. I dare say all of us have different trials and tribulations. We have different temptations that we're faced with on a daily basis. I believe a big part of our mental health is the choices that we make. If we make the correct choices and if we stop making poor choices, I believe it will improve the state of our mental health. Now, somebody will hear that and say, well, sometimes I, I, sometimes that's, that's, that's correct key and sometimes it's not. Well, again, it all boils down to a choice that we make. Because even when we have these things that we're dealing with, if we're dealing with anxiety, if we're dealing with depression, if it may be bipolar one, bipolar two, PTSD, ADHD, and all these different things, we can overcome those things. We don't have to let that be the end of us because we can always improve our mental health. We can always change things. And again, if it's through traditional talk therapy or if it's through a little bit of medication. And again, I'm not I'm not a physician. I'm not one who's able to write prescriptions. And again, I, I prefer the the holistic approach of doing traditional talk therapy. So that's what this podcast will be centered around us pulling out certain tactics and certain techniques that we can use. And also for us to be able to identify exactly when there's a problem, because a lot of times we will put ourselves on the back burner and we will let our mental health be in shambles until we finally break. We should never get to that point. But if we do, again, it's not the end of the world for us. Sometimes that break may be what a person needs to, to realize finally, hey, I got to do something about the way that I'm living. I can't continue to go through the same thing. I need help. And it may help them to see that point. So again, just by way of introduction, those are some of the things that we'll talk about. We'll talk about a few books to read. Uh, currently, I just got a book in the mail today. There's a book that I have been familiar with, but I've never read the whole thing. There's a book called The Body Keeps the Score. It's a very good read that lets us know about trauma and lets us know about our brains and how our brains and how trauma works and how our body actually keeps the count of the things that happens to us. And so we'll discuss a lot about trauma. We'll discuss a lot about PTSD because PTSD is, the, is one of the most common things that that plagues a lot of people and also, well, adults and children alike. There are many times where people will say, well, I believe my child is ADHD. But when you look at what ADHD, the symptoms of it, and if you put those same symptoms beside PTSD, I believe if you heal the trauma, you treat the rest of the stuff. You treat the rest of the problems if we are able to deal with the trauma. And so those are some of the things that we'll discuss and we'll dive a little bit deeper into that. But the basis of everything that we're going to look at, we want to keep God in the forefront of our mind. And so while we're discussing these things, we're going to look at certain things in the Bible also, because, again, the Bible has already discussed all the things that we'll talk about. The Bible is the standard. So there's nothing new under the sun, as Solomon said. The Bible 
is always the source of power. And we're going to continue to look at that as well as we look at some scriptures as we go through this podcast. So as we continue to go a little further for today, mental health, what goes on in my mind? How do I express those things? How can you tell if your mental health has been affected? I will say we have to look at the things that we do. If we've stopped being interested in certain things, if we find it hard for us to get ourselves up and get out of bed in the morning, and I'm not saying just because you're a little bit tired, but I'm just saying it's woe is me. I'm down. I can't give up. I have no, I can't get up. I have no energy. I don't know what's going on with me. I don't want to hang out with friends anymore. I don't want to go do things I used to do. Um, my, my work is starting to slack. If it's children's school work, uh, just noticing these different behaviors because we first off have to be honest with ourselves and we have to realize that if we have been doing certain things that are leading us to, to feel like that, we have to be honest in what the, as what those things are. And so if we continue those things, we can't expect to get better. And if it's detrimental to my mental health, I need to make sure that I check those things. But again, you have to be the person to look out for that. Now, sometimes friends and family can spot those things. And I know a, a word, a phrase that we use often will say, well, I'm dealing with depression. Well, in order to be clinically diagnosed with, per, with depression, one has to be exempt, exhibiting those symptoms for at least three to six months before one can say, I'm truly depressed. And so, or even with OCD, there are some people who say, Hey, I'm OCD. See, I, um, I, I, I have it. I'm, I'm real bad. I'm real bad with it. I, I, I got to have something a certain way. Now, friends, I'll be honest with you. You don't know OCD until you have seen somebody who really has it. There was once upon a time, there was a client before I started doing therapy. I worked also in the mental health at a mental in the, in the mental health field. My first job after graduating with my bachelor's from Amrich, I worked at a place and it was a mental health. It was a, a, an adult mental health home, 32 clients. And one of the clients had OCD. And man, if he put on his red sock before he put on the blue sock, his whole day was off. He fidgeted. He it was it was terrible. He would he would be something to deal with all that day. So I don't think any of us who say that we have OCD, that we are we have it the way that that, that person has it. And so when we're off, when we're having our off times, when we're not what we need to be, sometimes friends and family can point those things out to us. I know it's hard to sometimes hear it from friends and family members to say, hey, well, you're not yourself. You know, I've noticed you were doing this, but now you're not doing that. And so we have to keep an open mind and keep an open and honest heart when people come to us with those assessments of ourselves. Our mental health is it should be priority. It should be the it should be a big priority in our lives. And again, watching the things that we watch. And I know a lot of us, you may be, you may be watching this by the time you hear it on Facebook or whatever, whatever way you consume podcasts through. And I know we spend a lot of time on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all these different social media accounts. But be careful how much time you spend on those things, because those things can plant seeds. Again, 
the things that we watch. We have to be careful about that. I remember back in the days when the only way you could get news was to watch on TV. Now, news travels today. As soon as something happens, guess what? Somebody talks about it on Facebook or goes to the local news station and they put it online. And now we live in a world today where you can have access to so much negativity in an instance to where it can cause you to go crazy. You know, we've been living through a pandemic and during this pandemic and every time you turn the news on or you get on, you see it's something that's bad news, bad news. But with that, with that same saying, there's also some good news that we can see. So I just urge you to be mindful of the things that you look at and notice how those things can affect your mental health. Now, myself personally, I have taken a hiatus from Facebook because of the abundance of bad stuff that I would see on there. And so I've taken a hiatus and also read a book called Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. It is a it is one of the probably one of my top 10 favorite books. And I recommend this book to anybody who is struggling with with being with who, who is struggling with keeping their mental health together while they're using things like Facebook or just social media in, in general or just any kind of technology. It doesn't just have to be. The, those those platforms like a social media people are addicted to their cellular phones computers video games or anything so i it, it is a very it is a very good read digital minimalism by cal newport it is something i think that'll be very good for a person to use to help take care of their mental health and to be aware about our technology and what it does to us because again you have to be the one who's going to make sure your mental health is okay. There's nothing wrong with having an accountability partner, somebody who can go through these things with you and somebody who's going to stand up with you and somebody who's going to correct you. One of the things I, I mentioned to children and I also mentioned to adults, there are some people who struggle with pornography. There are a few things that you can use to help, to help someone to be accountable for themselves. Uh, there's one thing that I recommend called covenant eyes. If you go to covenanteyes.com, if a person is struggling with things like that, they can bring you in as somebody who can monitor their phones or their computers. What happens is if a person goes to look at something they shouldn't look at you as the person who is keeping that person accountable will receive a text or an email with the, the login, well, not the login with the web address of what the person is looking at. You now you won't get any nasty pictures or any images like that, but you will be able to see what that person is going to so that you can say, hey, I've noticed you're doing this because, again, all of these things affect mental health. Addiction is real and not only out of a bottle, but also by those little gadgets that we put in our pockets and hold in our phones because we can get access to all these things that can affect our mental health and it can affect it rapidly. So. I smile. When I, I have to smile when I say this because, man, I, I look at it and just see how far that we've come in this field to now people are now actually concerned about mental health. And so as the name of the, the podcast, Mental Health Wealth, because mental health is wealth. Now, there's a series of things that I want to do after this. There's a book that I want to prepare called Mental Health, Wealth and God. And so that's where I got the idea from this for this podcast from. And that's going to be a little book that I write 
and many of the things that we discuss on the podcast will be available in book form one day. I'm, 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 I'm nowhere near starting to write it. I'm just in the brainstorming phase at this moment, but I look forward to doing that in conjunction with this podcast. So again, to recap, mental health is important. Don't let anyone tell you anything different. Keeping yourself together mentally to serve in the kingdom is something that we should strive to do. When it comes to our mental health, there are people who are going to test us. There's temptation that's going to arise. There's going to be all these things that show up to thwart our growth and to put fear in us and to make us feel like we're not worthy. Don't let those feelings sit into your mind. Now, it's okay with, with feeling those things and having it go and having it come in. But again, striving is the only way that we're going to continue to have positive mental health. Mental health is wealth, because if you lose your mental health, you essentially lose yourself. And if you lose yourself. As a Christian, you will lose what God has for you. You will lose the mindset of saying, hey, I want to continue to be a child of God. And you will find yourself at odds with God because now you have to wonder, why is God putting me through this? Did God do this to me? You know, there are many people who we study about in the Bible. And it makes me wonder, what was their mental health like when they went through these things? One of the biggest ones it's probably Job. When you read Job chapter one and you read about Job, Job was a was a great man in the land of us. And he was one who was perfect, upright, who eschewed evil, as the Bible says. And Job had great substance. He had donkeys, camels, she donkeys. He had everything, money. He had children. And then you know what happens with Job? As one messenger comes back to Job, he gives them bad news. And another messenger comes back to Job and he gives them bad news. And another messenger comes back to Job and gives him bad news. And all this bad news that Job is receiving, you know, it makes me wonder, what did Job do? Like, how did Job, how was Job able to stand through all that? Well, you know, one of the things it says is that in verse number 21 in Job chapter 1, and said, naked came I out of my mother's womb and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave and the Lord had taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And all this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. The key to it, to, to having control of your mental health is to know that God is still in control no matter what. No matter what your situation may be, and I'm not trying to make light of any one situation, you may say, well, Key, you don't know what I've been through. Well, if any of us have experienced the things that Job did or had a bad day like Job or had a bad day like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who who went to the cross and gave himself for all of us, John 3:16, you know, his bad day was a great day for us because we were able to have salvation. But when it comes to looking at someone like Job who lost all these things, it said that he did not charge God foolishly and he sinned not. 
And then as you continue to go through the book of Job and you see all these things as he's talking with his friends and his friends are telling him, Job, surely you've sinned. Surely, Job, this is your fault. Surely you've done wrong and all of these things. But Job still continued to be faithful and was rewarded double. How would we have made it through this situation if it was us and we lost all those things? How will we make it in a situation where our mental health is being tested? Well, we should take a, 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 a lesson from Job and continue to keep God and sin not. So when it comes to this podcast, again, I want us to be very, very clear that uh, I'm not a super professional. I've not been doing this for 30 years plus, but I'm one again who's seeking licensure about to have my LPC, one who wants to work with congregations of the Lord's church and also just work with people in general with healing. Because again, there are many people who are broken and if you can treat the trauma, whatever one has been through, I personally believe that we can fix a lot of our problems. So mental health is wealth and God will continue to grant us all that we need but we have to make sure we continue to trust in his word so that was just a little light introduction and the next time we'll dive a little more into a topical a topical subject the topical subject of anxiety you know anxiety is something that we that we all have we all have a bit of anxiety whether it be if you're driving somewhere and you're in traffic and you're thinking someone's going to hit you to where You are panicking about something, but we should never be in a constant state of anxiety all of our life. Like we we're just so worried about everything that it hinders us from being what God wants us to be. So we'll discuss more on that on our next topic. I thank you for tuning in. And I hope that the words that I have spoken have been words that will make you come back and to to listen more and to also ask more questions and get you more concerned about your mental health. Thank you so much. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and... We have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.